Diarrhea. I'm setting the bar awfully low. Titus O'Neil keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring JC. You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up Vince's No, butt. no, no, no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, sucker. No, no, no. You, you are. defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Knocker Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Jobberknocker Podcast. As always, it's Nestlemania. Alongside for the ride is JC. We have entered an interesting week, but we're before we get to that, we have a couple of announcements. We have Jobberknocker announcements. First of all, I don't know how this happened, but your boys, Nestlemania and JC, are nominated for not one, but two Wrestling Podcast Awards. I believe the first one is uh, Best Duo, mm-hmm. and the other one is uh, Best Comedy. Comedy, yes. I don't know so, how we got on that thing. I don't know how we were I mean, on the radar. I think I'm funny. Apparently, it's a few other people might think we're funny. We're funny, damn it. Yeah. We're funny. Well, uh, one side but, uh, of the table, maybe. Why don't you maybe? tell the people how they can vote on that? So, yes, yeah, so you can go. There's actually a bunch of tweets out if you go to the Jobberknocker at Twitter. Or, sorry, at Twitter. At Jobberknocker. Uh, on Twitter and see that there's usually a hashtag that says wrestling podcast awards go there you're gonna have to sign into a google uh form I believe so you're gonna have to have a gmail account but please do it it'd be hilarious to see us win because I you know we'll see what happens we didn't even know we about didn't this. even know our boy TJ yeah. uh, tweeted it out and you were like what and then I saw it, I was like oh really cool so yeah I, I like I said it would be hilarious to win I, but again we appreciate all the support also very much I wanted to tell you how uh, thankful we are with everybody that follows us follows us on Twitter we are very deathly close to 5,000 Twitter followers. So please tell your grandmother, tell your grandfather, tell a fish. No, I don't you care whatever. You can't steal my gimmick. Go ahead. Do it. No, I'm just saying you can't steal it. It doesn't, it doesn't work. I'm just saying tell. Shimmy, shimmy yourself out of that. Shimmy, shimmy, out of that yeah. segment. But yes, follow at Jobberknocker on Twitter. The most important Twitter account, but also at JC of the JK, at DQ of the JK, at Ray Ray of the JK, at Billy D2411, at Joe Pollock47, at TJ of the JK, at The Real Deal B Cox, at Only Aaron Turner. That is the entire team. Follow all of them, but most importantly, at Jobberknocker. Uh, <laughs> you can't even get <laughs> through without. Give me the stink eye. Yeah, because you know what you missed. I also do want to say that um, we are sorry for those of you that have been experiencing some technical difficulties with the podcast. We've been working on uh, possibly migrating to an original server because the one we use now has been kind of difficult. But if for some reason it's not working, bear with us on iTunes especially. Um, If you do keep trying it, it has been working for most people. But if not, we list off all the places where you can listen at. uh, For now, it's iTunes. Uh, Podomatic, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean. So if for some reason one isn't working, try it there. You can get through it on like your Safari app on your phone if for some reason the actual app isn't working. I would recommend probably Podbean or Podomatic, Podbean is, Podbean Podomatic. iTunes because those two are the, seem to be the most reliable for now. So, uh, yeah, so we're sorry about that. But, There's uh, also YouTube as well, so you can go to YouTube too. Yes, if you want to watch us. You can just le- let it on your phone. It's the same thing. That's true. You can go to YouTube. Yeah, it all works the same. It but, is, uh, but again, I've been working tirelessly. These people have been pissing me off. You have yes. no idea. You think I'm angry on this program? You should see me in real life, folks. It gets me very, very you'll, hot. You'll find out who the culprits are once you know they get dropped from that part of the show. But yes. also the website, since we're here, yes. might as well do it at Jobberknocker. Check everything out. We have the weekly articles, NXT, NXT, UK, AW, and NWA. Power! And maybe, you know what? The staff will do some full gear predictions, which we're going to hit on in the finish. But right now, we got to start the show. 
You'll always be in my shine. Mwah. The Jewel of Crowns. It was actually, you know what? I had fun watching this. I put it on at work. I was working on a Celtics montage at the same time. Um, so, you know, I was a little distracted. But at the same time, like, I would, there were a couple things in the show that I stopped and watched. And you know what? Normally we go in order. But today we're going to start with the fucking main event because that's the lead, man. The Fiend is the new Universal Champion. Hashtag JC's hopes come true. Yeah, Alongside okay. the powers of Nestlemania, I had to lift him up with me <laughs> to make our hopes come true together. The Fiend is the Universal Champion of the world. Yowie, wowie. It happened. How do you feel that it happened? Because for me, when I, I went, finally, and also, like, that was the match I think we all wanted at yes. Hell in a Cell. That yes. was the, the, the feeling of what, what was going down. It was interesting that he got thrown off the stage, the power happened, and then he went down, and of course, like, he just rose he, up like... Whoa! Yeah. From the dead. Yeah, exactly. It was great. It was wonderful. I appreciated that everything seemed to be the way it needed to be. I liked the way that Seth actually sold some stuff for once. It was a great match. It was fun. And again, I, I was pleasantly surprised how good everything was, it seemed, for most of it. And, uh, you know... I I'm curious to see where it goes. A lot of people are freaking out saying, oh, the, you know, the belt's going to change to blue now and all this other stuff because it's going to smack I think he's going to have a personalized gonna, yeah. Wyatt belt, which is going to be pretty dope. And honestly, the way this kind of shook out, we can kind of mention now with Lesnar going to Raw and The Fiend staying on SmackDown, I think works better for The Fiend because think of the feuds we have now. Mm -hmm. We have Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan. That's three right off the hop on SmackDown that could easily take us through WrestleMania at this point. So, and then also a couple other guys in between, you know, throwing Shorty G and studs like that. Yeah, but this, right. Like, this was the right move for The Fiend. It'll be fresh. It's weird of him not being on Raw, but I think we'll get over it. I think Raw is definitely getting a facelift in certain ways, so we'll see how that goes. But again, going back to Crown Jewel, what else did you enjoy? Uh, shimmy, shimmy, yeah! Wins the Battle Royal to set up a rerun against AJ Styles. And once again, AJ booked like a champ. Yeah, he tried real hard, uh, Umberto. And uh, yeah, I just, I have yet to, I know we're, we're getting exposed to him and we're, you know, we're trying to learn more about him, so I have to give him a free pass. They're throwing the man in the fire. Yeah, though. they are. They so. are. It is a deep end feel. It really does feel like that. And he's trying. Look, in the ring. It, the one thing I will say that drives me up a fucking wall, and I know it doesn't really matter, but it's, again, being somebody that's taught wrestling school and, like, taught how to do something, he hits the ropes, lucha style. So when you hit the ropes, you're supposed to grab your right arm. He spins, if you watch him hit the ropes, he spins the wrong way and goes left-handed, and just watching it doesn't look right to me. But, again... That's cool. his style, though. He it did is, used he, to, like, he, wrestle under a mask he and did. everything. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, like, so. you know... He's a true lucha. He is a true lucha. However, when I watch it, it does... It throws me off for a moment, and then I think it puts me in a different category mentally where it makes me mad, and then I end up hating certain things about him, which is not fair to him because he's doing a great job. Yeah. So. And we like saying, shimmy, shimmy, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the match that kicked off the main card was Brock Lesnar against Ken Velasquez. Uh, this match was quick, which I was very happy with. Um, really? I kept it brief. Yeah, I wanted it quick. I, you wanted this to go long? No, I wanted it fast. Was it sloppy? Hell yeah, but at least it went quick. Uh, and then Rey Mysterio comes out looking like a champ, beating the shit out of Lesnar after he taps out Cain Velasquez. Lasting longer than most of people's, uh, you know, bedroom time. But that's fine. And uh, it's fine. I know you want to hit a button. Don't do it. Don't do it. Nasty. But, you know, look, there were a lot of things here when I was watching it. It was weird. It, he, he did that whole, like... I'm ready to MMA it up, and then it was a lot of hugging and grappling and whatever, and then, oh, he put him in an armbar. I would have rather him knock him out in that amount of time because— I'm okay with this because it was a very, like, fuck you, like, 
a WWE guy can beat these guys. Sure. And that the, the end result is fine. I just feel like a knockout to me, like you say someone gets caught in a knockout or a kick. Well, we had that later. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> but you get that, and I'm more excited for that. But when you get to the whole, oh, he slipped into an arm bar. Like, come on. You're well, gonna tell me he, he's there he's is gonna... there is apparently Kane did mess up his knee, yeah. so I think they had to like end it quick. So I'm sure that might have been part of it too. I, there are little things. It was a B plus. It wasn't an A, but it was fine. Again, now we're on to something better. We're, I, I'm excited when we talk about Raw that there is a better feud. Yeah, it so. is a, it's a real feud. Yeah. And we are gonna get to that. Um, next up, I had we had the fucking joke of the evening. What are you, you talking you about? You called it. I'm You're right. fucking the, for the first time ever. You got something right. I know. The OC fucking wins best tag team yes. in the world. Oh my yes. god! Come on, give it up for your boy. Give it up for He's me. He's looking for something to hit. I can't. But, uh, there's nothing. What's up, jobbers? That your jobber alert. You're Every dog has its day, listen, man. Listen, a broken clock is why is right twice <laughs> a day, and so am I. But look, I just, I can't, for the love of me, I, I I did not even watch it. I literally tuned in. I was getting my oil change, looking on my phone, and I, I didn't know where I was in the turmoil. Yeah. And I all of a sudden, I see the OC, and I, th- I forget who was in the end. Was it the New Day? It was them in the, uh, I thought it was the Viking. Viking. Okay. Well, they whatever. eliminated those two because there was like schmas. Okay. So whatever happened at the end, and I went, one, two, three. I'm like, oh, who's coming out next? And then they gave him the trophy, and I started yeah. dying. Shaking in my car of laughter. These idiots probably think, like, who is this buffoon in the car rocking himself in laughter? And then all of a sudden, you just start blowing up my phone. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What I literally, I do? so the backstory on this is you guys didn't see this. On the podcast, obviously, I made fun of you a little bit. But yeah. we have a Google sheet where we put in our predictions so our boy DQ can put up the wonderful article that, for you guys to read on the website, Um So you let me fill it out this week because you were busy. And I literally wrote OC dot 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 LOL in it. <laughs> So it was just like, yeah, you got that. it, man. I, eat it. You got it, man. Because I did. I laughed at, at you like crazy because that was a horrible pick. But they won. So you got it right. Uh, uh-huh. Next up was, I thought, the ple- one of the pleasant surprises of the evening. Monsoor defeating Cesaro in what was, I thought, a very good match. And kind of wondering why this guy only wrestles once a year and why he's just like not around in NXT. Because he seems like he can go a little. Of course, with Cesaro, he's the yeah, perfect was- guy to do it. But this was a pretty cool moment. One of uh, two very cool moments on the show. I mean, he's definitely... I don't know if they're trying to create a different NXT over in that area. I don't know if that's what they're saving him for. It seemed like fun. And again, Cesaro against a broom would work. So this guy was actually talented. So, you know, it, it worked it fine. It worked well. And the crowd, of course, when you see somebody that looks like you, feels like you, has the same beliefs as you. All literally that from stuff, there. Literally from there. Does everything about it. Like, it's a good feel-good moment. And and it, every time he does something, it's fun. So, yeah, it, it, is, it, it served its purpose. We're going to go to my favorite part of the show. I'm going to skip over the next one. We're going to go back to it, but I just want to talk about it now. But that Natalia Lacey Evans, everything about that experience was special. It was incredible to watch. The crowd pop for Natalia was like the biggest crowd pop I think she's ever got. That shit was legit. They had pyro for both the women, so you knew it was a big deal. It made the moment even more special. Sure, you had the one or two assholes in the crowd throwing a water bottle, but besides that, like the, the cutaways to all like the young women in the crowd and everything, like... I don't know. It was a little dusty in my edit bay. I don't know what was going on, but I, I, I remember I was just... He's allergic to a lot I of things. I had to pause folks. doing my montage at this point because I was having trouble focusing on that because this, this was powerful, and it's something that I think for everyone in that audience, it was something they'll never forget. For those two women in the rain especially, I know that... I think Natalia said it was like the defining moment of her career, which is a big deal, but... You know, for everything negative we say about these pay-per-views and stuff, like this is something that like literally groundbreaking, special... And I, it was my, like I said, it was my fair part of the pay-per-view for 
million percent. I, I, I did enjoy it very much. And again, I got a little misty as well. The one thing that threw me off was the t-shirts. I thought that was well, like, I understood. No, but I mean, they were covered head to toe regardless. Yeah. But it was, and I understood they had to for certain reasons and stuff like that. And I'm always wondering like what they're told before they go out. Well, the, the, they didn't have to cover their faces or anything no, no, too, no, no, which no. Is, is great. But like, it, you know. It is, it, is. it is, yeah. But baby steps. Yeah, baby uh, steps. I will say they do a great job of you know PRing it up and, and making it a big deal, and, and it was a big deal. And I think that you know if you go to any other company trying to make that thing happen, it doesn't happen, or you know it's not going to be done to the extent of the way it was happened. And of course, WWE is very good about celebrating things that they do, and mm-hmm. Vince loves the first ever's and the you know the the mon- you know. Not only the monetary value of it, but the, the, the heaviness of the moment in general. So it is a big moment. They treated it like a big moment. And I, I here's where I would have, and again, this isn't a bad thing. This is something that I think is reversed for me. I would have preferred that they put Lacey and Natty on the same show because I think based on this moment, it would have been nice to bring them together because now we have to watch Charlotte and Natty. And I would have loved to have, when they had Lacey and Natty tag for that one time before they decided to split them on shows. I think if they had waited a moment, let them have that moment together and say that's a moment you can never take away from us and they're very proud of that moment, then I would have believed them being a team instead of having this random natty Charlotte thing, which again is fine. They're going to say pedigree and all that other stuff. I'm sure we'll talk about it. But I think to me that was a missed opportunity because they have such a monumental moment. They'll always be tethered for that. Even when they're 100 years old, they're going to come back and say those two women made it okay you know, for a certain thing to happen in Saudi Arabia. So for me, it feels like it's a missed opportunity. I think part of it was one of those they couldn't put the cart before the horse because sure. obviously the decision to do this match, like they brought them over there just like they did last time with the hope that it would happen, but it didn't actually happen until they, you know, Vince probably got in a room with the princes and was like, look it, this is something again we really, really want to do. And I'm sure there was a back and forth. And this time Vince and WWE won out and they were able to do it. But it's one of those things where the decision for the roster and everything was made well before that. So. I think that was just it, but it just I see which I agree with you with that because they obviously they had the story going where they had the back and forth and they teamed up, but man, I just still like thinking about it. I just still I'm like, man, that was cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was um, something else that was actually really cool was Tyson Fury's entrance, uh, which thing? those of you that are familiar with the Gypsy what King, he is all about spectacle and all that shit. <laughs> um, he is all about that. So this was perfectly fitting of what he would do. The match was clunky as fuck, yep. but in terms for the first time Tyson Fury ever being in a ring and being asked to how much they were supposed to do, mm-hmm. I will say I wasn't. I thought he did a good job for my expectations for him because like he guys pretty much an amateur at this. Um, but the finish was it great? No, but it was the only one that really made sense. <laughs> they were doing this match. I did say to myself when I was watching, and Braun's in the middle of the ring. All the lights shut off, and they have that spotlight on Braun, and you just hear, do your thing, do what you want to do. And then, like, the pyro, the pyro, the amount of pyro, and I remember you tweeting out, this guy gets it, but seeing the pyro, and then they cut back to Braun, who just looks like an ogre, <laughs> confused as hell. It painted a great picture to me, like, if I was watching a 90s superhero movie, and the, the villain is just sitting there unenthusiastic about having it, and this guy is trying to be, like, it almost felt like very much... Apollo Creed versus Ivan Drago. It just felt like he's just in the middle of the ring waiting for something crazy to happen, and here comes this spectacle, spectacle, spectacle. I would have preferred a little bit. I mean, I appreciated when he came out with the garb and, like, he was very cheesy to everybody. That's, and that's him, That's man. him, and that's great. <laughs> I will say it was odd to me because I would have preferred him not wearing a shirt and all this other stuff. Make him look like a boxer 
and then have him not have the gloves, but I mean have him t- taped with the white hands instead of uh, the little things here and there. I'm sure it doesn't really necessarily matter, but I was looking at it going, you could have had him in his boxing gear. And that might, again, it's, these are the little details, but it would have made a better picture for later on in life to have that be a monumental moment where he just looked like some guy who put on gym shorts and a shirt and decided to be a wrestler for the day, which is different. So, again, it was it was fine. But I, I don't think he's done with the company, though, either. No, no, he no. He has but, obviously his big fight coming but, up but, in Wilder, but. But, like, so, it, for instance, when I went to WrestleMania 24, Mayweather was money, but he looked like he was Mayweather. You know what I mean? And, and so that's what I was hoping for. Smells like money. Yeah. Talks like money. He is money. Yeah. So that's that's exactly what I was thinking about it. But again, the only way you could get him done was with a knockout punch, and it's fine. And it, it is what it is. And then your favorite match on the card, 10-man tag, which was an elimination. Team Hogan versus woo, Team Flair. This thing was a spot fest, but uh, I thought it was fun. Nobody's more over than Randy Orton. I got to tell you. Holy moly. That crowd went bananas. He's the best, man. Bananas. And then, of course, Roman Reigns, not to be outdone, uh, came out and he got, you know, he got what we like to call the big dog. Here comes the big dog. The big dog, Roman Reigns. The treatment. He got the treatment. But again, between everybody else had like zero pop comparatively to these two. And oh yeah. It was it was not even close. Great thank God they were captains, but just watching that entire match, I went, Wow. Roman's really got it cooking. Wow, Randy's really got it going. And you know, the guys sprinkled in little here and there and everything. I appreciated Rusev's tights with the Hulkamania, <laughs> whatever, but again, I I hate this stuff, so all these things, I'm just like, get it over with. Just get it off my television and let's move on. It was fun, man. We like fun. We like fun. But you know what? It is time. No, it's funny. I hit the shine button to get in yeah. the crown jewel. But you know what? I thought it was shine. So we're going to keep the shine train going. Sure. And uh, we're going to head it to SmackDown Live, which, you know what? I'm just going to come out and say this right now. Oh, no. SmackDown Live, 100% shine. Wow. 100% shine from your boy, wow. JC. So uh, my favorite part of SmackDown was the Champa and Miz stuff because it was something that when it was happening, I was like, huh, I never really thought about this. And then the promo started, and I was like, ooh, Champa's giving it to Miz. Ooh, Champa. The second he got this call to come here, oh, he must have been licking his lips because he brought it to the Miz. And you could tell they kept cutting away to the Miz, and he looked like he just wanted to smile and hug and be like, you're doing such a great job, kid, because he was just like, he was getting roasted, and then... You know, the problem is, since they clipped the Miz Wayne's, his comebacks are kind of like, I'm Milky White Babyface. Good job. Then they fought. Champa won. But I thought this for me was awesome. It was a moment I think a lot of people love Champa. So, it, honestly, I think he does. I will say the weirdness of it was in Miz TV's talking and then that long beep, beep. Like, it just felt terribly. I would have loved to see it be rushed a little bit in terms of the entrance thing, but I know they had to milk it. The match itself, I, I don't necessarily know if I enjoyed the styles of the two. I thought that they did a good job for what they their styles are. Probably the first two time these two guys like talk. Oh, too. I'm sure. So I'm sure it can only get better. However, I thought you know the Miz, as much as Daniel Bryan makes a joke, WWE safe guy. You know he plays very safe. Mm-hmm. Champa necessarily doesn't not not necessarily goes very safe. Yeah. If he, I mean, he can if he wants to, but uh, that's not what the gimmick yes. is. He's very much a spin around. Tasmanian. There's a reason he gets hurt a lot. Yeah, he's he's just he throws caution to the wind and he yeah. he fights like he fights. And so it just it felt like Champa had to slow down to bring into the gear of the Miz, which is fine and it, it is. But I would, I'm hoping that whoever Champa, you know, I'm not gonna hit the big dog button. I assume that's who he's gonna face at Survivor Series. Ooh. But 
you know, based on Twitter wars. Uh, I'm hoping that people who, who end up with with Champa actually get to let him kind of do the Champa thing. That's that. The I'm man- assuming they'll probably be like a five on five on five. Uh, 15-man triple threat tag team match. I cannot. Ha-da, ha-da, ha-da. There's no stakes. There's no stakes involved yet. So, again, let's move on. Is what else did you so? Um. Well, you know what? I'm waiting for you to bring it up. I- I'm sorry. Would you like to bring up something specific? Yeah. The main event, which was also a... What's up, jobbers? Oh, no. Jobber alert. Adam Cole, baby! Defeats Daniel Bryan clean. One, two, three in the middle of the ring. Uh, this was a fun match. I'm sure you loved it and watched it 30 times with your pants off. Uh, well, that is not for you to know and me to find out. What? Uh, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm tired. Give me a break. <laughs> My life is in shambles. Uh, look, there's so many things that I love about this match. I appreciated everything that came up to it, especially on SmackDown. Again, I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. Clearly, I'm a Daniel Bryan homer, so clearly you're all going to make fun of me anyway. Daniel Bryan versus Adam Cole, a lot better than Adam Cole versus Seth Rollins. They were both good matches. No, I'm telling you right now, there was one that was better than the other, and it was Daniel Bryan. So there you go. You know what was better than both of them? Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano. I'm sure it was, but it also had 45 fucking minutes. Which one? They were all great. I, they all looked the same after a while. Anyway, well, I'm just saying, here's, here's, what, here's I think, where I, what I want to get into the, the brass tacks of everything. Clearly, the Undisputed Era looks like a million dollars throughout Monday, Monday as well as Friday. But I'm sitting with my wife. We're talking, and she sees Adam Cole. She knows I love Adam Cole. She's even geared. Every time she hears Adam Cole, she goes, baby, you know, whatever. Boom. You know, she does all that stuff. She enjoys it. But she literally watched him walk out and goes, oh, Adam Cole. I haven't seen him before. Is he a cruiserweight? And I just kind of start chuckling. And she's, she goes, he doesn't look that important. He looks like a cruiserweight. That's why he has a faction. I know. So I don't even think the guys, honestly, I think all the guys in the faction might be cruiserweights well, too. No, they All four of them are. But let me put it this way in general with NXT because our boy TJ said he's like, man. The Miz looks huge when against Champ, and I'm like, oh. yeah. The Miz is actually a really big dude. It's just those main roster guys, it's a different level size. That's why you get the guys like the Gables and the Ricochets. They look so tiny mm. and um, comparatively. So bring up the NXT guys. A guy like Ciampa, who looks big in NXT, not as big as a guy like The Miz. And Undisputed Era, not as big as the other guys. And that was the – besides Riddle and uh, Keith Lee – you really saw that, like, damn, like, these guys are a lot smaller. And that's why they're protected in NXT, honestly, it's, in a lot of— It's just different, mean, yeah. yeah it's just, and I'm not saying that they can't hang on the Raw SmackDown, but I will say there is a lot that, that when I watch it, I go, oh, yeah, like, I love Adam Cole, so I don't think of these things. Yeah. But and it's then, the same thing. It's like Daniel Bryan and Rey Mysterio sure. have always been— It can work. It if, can work. If they're booked the right way, and Adam Cole, Adam Cole is one of the most talented people I've ever watched. So when and if he ever does come to the main roster, I don't think it'll be an issue for him. Okay. Moving along. Um, so we had, uh, we said Riddle, we'll just run through a couple of them okay. here and you can add if you want to. Riddle and Keith Lee beat up Sami Zayn. Sami cut a fun promo. The backstage thing was funny with him talking shit. You're like, oh, who's going to walk up? And, mm-hmm. you know, it was those two guys. Uh, Mandy Sonia versus Ripley and Knox was a nice surprise. But this was after one of the highlights was Bianca freaking launching Carmella. <laughs> so here's, can I have a moment for this? <laughs> so look, so we have we have uh, Sonia and Mandy in the ring, which I'm surprised you haven't hit this button. And they're in the ring doing their thing, you know, hugging and whatever they do. And then so they cut away to not having, you know, our Carmella entrance. And then, of course, so here's the part that drives me fucking bananas, right? You see the EST beating the piss out of Dana Brooke and throwing her into the cases. Yeah. Off to the right, you just see, I don't know if Carmella's got a bad headache or if she, the cell job that Carmella does looks like she's just, 
She's like, don't talk to me right now. I, I, I'm having a glass of wine. I'm having a bad day. She already got she, beat up, man. But it didn't the look real. It didn't look real. It looked, it looked terrible. It looked like she did not want any part of it is what well, it looked like. She was about to get launched over a thing. It was, I would have loved that if I was her. If I knew someone was going to pick me up and throw me through something, I would have been, I would have been sitting there going, I'm going to drool. I'm going to look like I've been hit by a Mack truck. And she's just sitting there looking like she's coping because she's having a bad day. It looked awful. Then she gets picked up. And the way the camera picks her up, her face is almost full frame. And you just see her go, like, that's what it looked yeah, like. she had a good concussed face. No, it was awful. It when was, you're and concussed, you're not going, yeah, you're like it, concussed, bro. It was, it, I was looking at it and staring at it for the wrong fucking reasons. Other than that, I appreciated everything about it. That is so But it was so oh stupid. No, God. it wasn't. Out it, of your freaking. No, it was no. not. You Ridiculously are. Ridiculously no. nitpicky. No, that is that is something when oh, you see it, so it nitpicky. takes away from everything. No, maybe for you because you're Nestle. You're weird. But uh, we're going to get back to the main part of this. Mandy, <laughs> once again, putting over everyone. Fucking stud. Always in the shine. Sure. Yeah, whatever. Um, then we had uh, Bailey beat Cross thanks to Sasha intervening. And uh, Shayna Baszler shows up and beats the fuck out of both of them. Give me Shayna Baszler all the time. I love it. She's I of, she's really good. I love her. I think clearly I love the Bailey. I love the Sasha. But there is something special about Shayna Baszler. I, I just, you, you, there are some people, and I don't know if it is just a MMA thing. But I feel like the people who are in MMA that transfer over to two wrestling have that innate ability to make you feel uncomfortable. That a lot of people well, on the roster, Baszler, yeah. a lot of people on the roster do not like. So here's here's, and I think we're probably going to transfer over because I feel as if we're going to have to talk about it anyway the Becky Lynch stuff. As much, and this is where I'm probably going to get some hate. As much as I love Becky Lynch, as much as she's accomplished, as much as everything she was, I couldn't take my eyes off of Shayna Baszler during that promo. Yeah. And here's the thing: she's new. So, yeah, but that's fine. There is a legitimacy to Shayna Baszler. And I here's what I don't believe. I honestly don't. And I think I'm being, uh, you're going to say I'm nitpicky. But there is something about Becky Lynch saying she's the baddest woman on the planet, that, that she's going to do this, she's doing that. I feel as if I don't believe that. And I'm watching her say it. And I don't believe her saying it as well. And then when Shayna comes in and says all these things like, pleasure to meet you. Can't wait to rip off. Pick a body part and let me know which one you don't want. I love that, but it made me feel uncomfortable. Becky Lynch made it feel like she was playing the role of somebody that was tough versus somebody that I believe is actually tough. Becky Lynch beat Ronda Rousey. Sure. Okay, just saying. You might have forgotten that. No, I, I, she said it in the promo. That's I'm not like forgetting her thing, it. Her thing is all bravado. No, I know yes, that. Shayna, like her thing is intimidation. Sure. Like that has always been her thing. And that's why this matchup is a matchup that I've wanted for a long time because Becky and Ronda work so well. Becky and Shayna would work as well as two. But uh, getting Bailey mixed in, in this I think is good too because this is like a, a little taste, a little tease of the future, but it's not giving it to us in something that actually doesn't matter. So do you – I guess it doesn't matter because it's just me, but – so do you look at it as Bailey is going to eat a pin or eat a submission or whatever? Uh, like, logically, I would. I know that you think Bailey's going to win this. I match. think so. I just like the. I I don't see Shayna taking a pin or tapping out unless they do a Becky Shayna double countout with Bailey winning, which I actually think would be good because it'd make those two look sure. great. Set up a feud down the road, and then Bailey could just be the fucking shit eating heel standing in the rain laughing. Mm -hmm. So that is how I would book it if you're going to have Bailey win. But I would assume it will be Becky tapping out Bailey. Okay. I think that's the safest route, but I like the other route better. But okay. We know they can be safe. Okay. You know who's not safe? The fucking workhorse of the main roster, Brock 
Lesnar. Not only does he quit SmackDown, the crowd was red hot for this. He goes on to Raw and has in like 50 segments. Yeah. This man, like, whoo, you talk about earning your paycheck. Brock freaking Lesnar, man. That guy works more than anyone. This week especially, like, he was on all three shows. Tell me someone else was on all three shows. He can't. I'm pretty sure we can figure out this. No, somebody. you can't. Everyone else is in Saudi Arabia for SmackDown. All right. He was the only one was because he? Brock is the workhorse of the company. What that is deal. why he always has a championship because he's always around and he's always defending it. We have a we have a beast sometimes, as Ricochet tweeted out. <laughs> uh, look, so here's something else I wanted to say very quickly because we had this conversation last week. I think you said it on the program. Uh, there needs to be a promo explanation on why this trade was okay yeah. or why this thing was okay. And I think they literally verbatim took what you said yeah, in, in a they, way. It was weird because they started it. Like Paul Heyman is like, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross were traded for players to be named later. But Brock Lesnar doesn't play by rules. He quit and just goes to Raw because they don't want to lose his contract. So I'm like, wait a minute. So is it not part of Alexa and Nikki? Because you didn't say he was changed for the draft picks. Like Heyman brought it up. But he never actually gave us what actually happened except for saying that Brock can quit one show and go on the other because he's special. Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns can't. Brock's the only one who can. So I was like, so wait, this is separate from that trade? That's so they did bring it up, but they didn't mm-hmm. like they didn't like clarify. I don't know, it's weird. Which whatever. I don't care. I'm sure on the bump or I'm sure at WWE backstage, I'm sure there'll be clarification of something. I'm, I'm excited sure. for backstage tonight. I enjoyed that show. Do you? Yeah, I like watched? It's, a, it's a good mix of talent. I mean, obviously, being a big Christian guy, uh, yeah, big yeah, guy, and big Renee guy, and I like Booker T, too. It, it's just... You don't I like the Shucky Ducky? It, it was just a good format of something that we've kind of been asking for for a long time, like a talk show mixed with fun. Like, it's literally any other show you'd be, see about other sports with, like, an athlete interview mixed in. So I don't mind it because I just think they have the right talent to pull it off. I think that promo class <laughs> thing needs to go. Honestly, that, 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 that that's bad. That was pretty useless, but I could watch Christian serve someone any day because that other guy looked like a chump. I just I like Akbar. There, there are there are certain segments of that show I just think no. But watch no. any sort of show that is an hour long yeah. about sports. There are segments that suck. Yeah. But I think overall it's a good decision because they're finally catching up to where they need to be mm-hmm. to like just give us more content. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. Anything else? Uh, yeah, we got to talk about them because. What's up, jobbers? Jobber alert! I believe they were the East. East Hampton Polo Boys. Yes. There you go. I love the East Hampton Polo Boys. And you know what? These two, like MJF looking mofos, got fed to the Viking Raiders, and they did a great job. I thought this was this was fun. Is it weird that your tag team champions are still doing drama matches? I don't give a shit. We talk about old school. This is as old school as it gets. Mm-hmm. Not facing real people, just showing them off. I enjoyed this segment. I did not enjoy the promo afterwards, and I don't think the crowd did either. Yeah. It just felt this crowd, honestly, on Those Monday guys Night Raw, have to cut promos. that was a that was a wet fart, a wet yeah, blanket. That, that crowd was terrible. I Where was at the they? Nassau Nassau Coliseum. Really? Yeah, I think so. The oh. Coliseum of Nassau. Weak sauce. Weak indeed. There was a lot of things that I wish that they had actually reacted to because there were actually some pretty good stuff on Monday Night Raw, but they didn't do that. So another thing, very quickly, I thought that was definitely very shine worthy was Booyaka Booyaka Bat Time. It was. <laughs> I could not, for the life of me, take my eyes off of that. I thought there was there was a street feel yeah. to him. You know what? That was I'm good gonna, shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose most likely, but I am coming out with a bat to equalize it. And of course, we can't overlook the fact that Dio stepped in for the king, which is a nice little touch. And of course, 
you know, Brock picked him up like he was nothing, threw him up like a pizza, and boom, through cool the cool visual. It was great. Six it, foot nine guy getting F five like he's nothing. Yeah, and I appreciated that that you know Brock went backstage and beat up the PAs. I just all of it was just, <laughs> and then of course just I, I and then Gray cuts a promo directly to the camera versus having somebody interview. Like that, that felt more realistic. I enjoyed it. I thought there were a lot. Of, I, we've made a joke on this program for the longest time that Rey Mysterio needs to go, go, go out of the door, but. This is the first time, I think, in the iteration of of this Mysterio, at least from the last couple of years mm-hmm. or whatever, however long from this and his last run-through, that I've actually been excited to see Rey Mysterio do something. This is, I, I literally tweeted out, this is cool because it is a real feud. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a real feud, and everything about this makes sense. It started with Brock beating up his kid. Now Brock took out, I believe, he, is he Godfather. the Godfather? He the is. Godfather to his kid. Like, Brock is literally running train on this entire family. Whoa. And so Ray has a reason. He has that nice. underdog feel again. I'm just going to roll right through that, baby, because... It's finally, like you said, Rey Mysterio looks great in this. And you can feel it. It's real for him. And it's like, this is a match that if you just told me about it, I'd be like, I don't want to see that. But with this feud, I'm excited to see it because I think at Survivor Series, I think they're going to go pretty balls to the wall. Do you think it is weird because it is NXT versus SmackDown versus Raw that we're not having the triple champion? Not everything I think has to be like that. Like we said, like Paul Heyman said in that promo on Raw, Brock Lesnar's different. Brock Lesnar is not like everything else on your show. Mm -hmm. That's why he's treated like a big deal. That's why he's paid like a big deal. That's why he's allowed to do whatever the fuck he wants like a big deal Mm -hmm. because he is different from everything else you have. So you know what? I don't mind it because this, on a show where you talk about there not really being stakes is mostly bragging right. This you can put in the main event and be like, here's your fucking stakes. Mm-hmm. Like is little guy going to get one last world title run or is Brock just going to fucking eat him like a sandwich? A sandwich, you say? I don't know. I like why, sandwiches. Why, why, eat I'm hungry. Like a sandwich. I am hungry too. Yeah, it's I almost lunchtime. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. That's an hour behind or forward. It's ten twelve. That's time. whatever. Anyway, Whew. okay. Let's get back into this. Is there anything else on uh, Monday uh, Night Raw? One other thing is, and you can transition off it if you want. But uh, Rusev McIntyre is something oh, no. I'd like to see in the future. Um, this one was something, but I, it's a matchup that I see on paper, and I'm like, I could get into that. Um, Rusev Lashley feud actually like in the ring more now than. In a spa or a bedroom. It's actually like these two got into it in a ring. Um, and that RKO out of nowhere, man. Like, fucking it, it is fun. It is. And Ricochet. Pew! I just love when the sound effect hits. Out comes our superhero. Dun, 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 dun. So it'll probably set up a tag match next week. But I did like the touch of Drew. Like, when Lashley started beating with the crush, being like, fuck this. I'm yeah, out. yeah. That, that was, was say, funny. Uh, yeah. He's like, you just cost me the win, bro. Yeah, not only that, it was just, he felt like everybody else in the world, I'm sick of this fucking yeah. shit. Why did I get dragged into it? Please, for the love of God, give me something good. And it, it was weird, because here's here's where I don't understand. I think this is why I can't get on the Mac train, so to speak. Oh, God. Here so, we go. this guy cuts amazing promos. This guy does amazing things. And he sits there, and he goes, like... I'm better than everybody else. Everybody else is complacent. Except does, for Roman Reigns. He does all this stuff. Like He's like, everybody's lazy. I'm going to be hitting claymores. He does all these things. And then he is injected into these stupid pieces of shit things where you're just like, how can I take you seriously? How can you be the Scottish psychopath Terminator when you're sitting there being the third wheel in a triangle of a match or a storyline that makes absolutely makes me want to gag? I know I'm in the minority, but... It just it doesn't it doesn't put him in a light that everybody else sees him in, and I think that it's odd to me when I watch it because it, 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 there's nothing menacing about him. They didn't book he's, him that way. He's not in this feud though. It was just like, hey, someone no, wanted to fight. He sure. volunteered, but I it will just, say it's weird. We didn't bring this up earlier. 
That fucking Claymore cell by Ricochet in that oh, Schmaz yeah. match at Crown Jewel was fucking incredible. It was funny. Ricochet says, how come you guys always post pics of me or videos of me getting beat up? And the first comment was, don't be so good at getting yeah, beat exactly. up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But that was, that was incredible. He did like a full like. <laughs> you couldn't, there it is. You couldn't hear it oh, or see it rather. But him. wow. I was excited also very quickly. Uh, Cedric and Buddy, I thought that was great that they had time. But then, of course. What was Not it? enough time. It was Monday a Monday night, night rerun. Re get your shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com. You know, I'm glad Buddy won, but it is what it is. And, you know, I don't know who Cedric uh, upset, but there it is. No, it is it's just it's... one of those things. He got the little push, and now he's going to go out there and lose. And, you know, at least he's on TV. Anything else? Or we can hit the button. Hit the button. Let's... Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. Let's get things off our television. Well, the floor is yours. Where would you like to start? <sighs> Man, can we, can we start? First off, Seth Rollins. <laughs> comes out with a stupid black t-shirt kudos to our boy tj who was saying oh he's wearing all black i wonder if they did that on purpose you know he's playing a little detective no we're not hitting the button because there's nothing to detect this week so look mm. they're doing this whole setup where you know triple h you know when you don't know what to do seth i'm the guy yada yada and then, of course the undisputed era comes out looks like a million bucks i love that they were possible comeback opportunity for your boy nestle but i got somebody else and they did a great job there and they do this whole thing I was kind of into the promo, and then it got into this weird, murky thing where then somehow people came down with the OC. If people are the, are the OC and the the E, sorry, the U E, as they say, uh, and on Twitter, uh, is it going to be a thing? Who knows? Maybe, kind of, sort of. I'm sure leading up to it, at the, the the go home will probably, probably be, be part of the yeah. ten versus ten versus ten. No, thirty man elimination. They already they already said that the uh, undisputed era is facing in the triple threat with the for the NXT titles against the SmackDown titles and the Raw titles at Survivor Series. It's already a thing. Well, no, the tag teams, yes. The tag teams. So that's, but I mean, that's Adam Cole error. and Roddy Strong might be part of Maybe, maybe. The schmas. I, I would love to see Roddy Strong versus, you know, maybe Shinsuke and AJ. That'd be fun. But we don't know what we're going to get. So, But it is weird. And then, of course, there's that whole thing. And Matt Riddle comes out with, you know, bro. bro and like, they do all this stuff, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, Keith Lee doing his thing. And then, of course, you know, then there's Dijak. And, and then, of course, you know, all these. Dijakovic. He'll always be Dijak to me. I don't know why Dijakovic is easier because to say. Because they no, it's not. This. Now you just WWE his name. Yeah, they wanted a name. Feast your eyes. Anyway, so it, it's a whole thing. It's a schmozzy feel, and then of course we get to the main event where Adam Cole versus. Bye bye. There you go. Versus Seth Rollins. Boom. Thank you. Uh, it was a great match, sure, but again. That ended in a schmoz versus Daniel Bryan's well, added. Uh, Daniel Bryan fell on his sword yeah, and no, no, gave no, 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 no. Adam he Cole the victory. He didn't. There's a difference between Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan. Oh, yeah. because so here's so Seth me, Rollins is booked like a superstar. Daniel Bryan is not because Seth Rollins is probably better than Daniel Bryan. No, he is not. So here's, this here's coming from the biggest <laughs> Seth hater in the world. This is to tell you, tell you right now. I'm telling you right now. Oh, I love this. Here's, here's I would I would rather have a match. Have a win or a loss versus Schmoz. Yes, but they That's weren't going to pin want. Seth Rollins, and they weren't going to pin Adam Cole and have Seth Rollins win the title. Daniel Bryan yeah, was When they like, made hey. this match, this was the only reason. Whereas Daniel Bryan, they're like, yeah, he can take the L. It's fine. Whereas Seth Rollins can't be taking no Ls right now, and he can't be winning no NXT titles right now. So, so it was the murky. only solution. It was murky. Oh, my God. Have you ever seen a TV match? Most of them are murky. Yeah, it was you stupid. don't give it all away, man. I know You that. just want to go out there and want to give it all away all the time. No, sometimes you got to save some stuff. They don't put him in that match. Don't put him in the match. I don't disagree. I don't think the match need to happen, no. but they did it, so this was your way out. Schmozfest. It was stupid. Schmozfest. It was all stupid. And then, of course, at the end, they they ran out of time as Keith Lee flies through the air, whatever. Like, Bask in his glory. 
but there's so much that they are doing, and I get it. There's a good feel to it, but it does feel. I'm gonna get sick of it. It is. It just is a constant like invasion. And I think here's the thing yeah. too: is Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins gonna invade NXT and get beat up by the fucking Prizongo? 17th tag team? I don't know. It's just there's a lot of it where okay, like for the first week it'll be great because NXT maybe will have some. SmackDown WWE's was cool. It. Yeah. Well, I'll give it to NXT where I'm sure it'll be cool too. But then, like you said, we've got, what, two, three weeks of this stuff left? I mean, you At least know. sort me out with the, like, they sorted out the women's division and sure. the tag division. Like, these are what the matches are. I'm like, okay. The rest of it is like, what am I looking at? Like, what are we doing? Are we doing five on five on five? Is there going to be a triple threat for the mid-card titles? Like you said, we already know Brock isn't involved. Are we going to get AJ, I'm not AJ, Adam Cole versus, uh, who's in Watson, The Fiend? Who's in Watson? Yeah. Is that a word? Who's in Watson? Who's in Watson? Uh, look. I don't think I think the I think the, there's a chance that the fiend may have go after the Miz or may go after somebody else. Who knows? I, I think that Adam Cole is going to be subject hey, some is going to be subject somehow into a five on five on five. Which I'm going. You want to talk about? First off, can we just take a moment of silence for my brain? <laughs> you know how much I hate these stupid six man four or eight man or ten man tags. This is going to be multiplied. I cannot wait to see how they do it. I. I'm sure everybody's going to be sitting there in their fucking, you know, their keyboards going like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever. I, I got a solution. This. Ready? Mixed match, triple threat, elimination tag match, 10 oh. v. 10 v. 10. Five Raw women, five Raw men, five SmackDown women, five SmackDown men, Stupid. five NXT men, five NXT women. Oh, my God, uh, the schmoz. I just it would got be like sick. your 18 on 18 match that we had on SmackDown the uh, whole time. I, I, I. <laughs> I am not exaggerating, <laughs> folks. Ring of collapsed with all the body surrounding uh, it. This is making me physically oh, ill. That's great. Physically ill. It's awful. Fucking right. awful. Well, now, the next part of the heat for me, I have a couple of burning questions. Go. And for those burning questions. Oh, no. There's the wiggle. You just want it because everybody else wants it. Uh, every, everyone likes to dance. It's a reluctant. Who doesn't like to dance? I do. Well, there you go. All right. So, so shimmy burning it. question number one is not a shimmy shimmy yeah. Okay. It is, um, why is Asuka tapping out to Natalia? That's a wonderful question. I think it's because, quite frankly, the fact that she had won in Saudi Arabia makes her more powerful than Asuka with Green Mist. But why is Asuka tapping out to anyone is my point. That I, is my problem. I don't, I don't agree with it. I think that the unfortunate thing is, is that the women's tag team titles don't mean anything to Vincent Kennedy McMahon. I think they've done a great job with the Kabuki Warriors the last few weeks. Though they have really taken so. I think they've taken the belts and run with them. Sure. Um but, but now, they, now they might be getting fed to Blondis right now. They are they are they are definitely going to the pedigree monster. But they what, are going what there. if the Kabuki Warriors win clean over these two? That would be a pretty definitive win, especially considering they've beaten pretty much everyone else in the division. You want to know why it's not gonna fucking happen and that they're getting them? It's because Charlotte needs one fucking title to be a grand grand, grand slam champion and they're making sure they check all those boxes for the shoveler. Absolutely. Do you think this match is happening at Survivor Series? Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. you want to make a bet? No, because I know what you're thinking. Coward! Coward! Remember this right now because I would bet on the Kabuki Warriors and you just told me there's no chance they win and you won't take the fine, bet. Fine, fine. What are we doing? As long as I'm not shaving. The Kabuki head. Warriors retain their titles at Survivor Series is my side. You think Charlotte and Natty are going to win? Okay. If it happens at Survivor Series. It has to happen at, Survivor, at Survivor Series. Survivor Series, okay. If I win, you wear the Mandy shirt. Oh, we're doing this again. Man. It's gonna happen at some hey, point, right? I have to be wrong eventually. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's go for it. Let's go for what it. What do you want me to do if I uh, lose? If Charlotte and Natty win the tag titles at Survivor Series, like you just guaranteed? I'll have to think about it, but it's definitely gonna be Seth Rollins related. 
Okay. I look forward to not burning it down. But you know what? This was uh, – I said I had two burning questions. Yes, go ahead. My second um, burning question is why in the blue hell is Andrade feuding with Sin Cara for the 12th time? Um, literally, like every time Sin Cara is healthy, he hits an actual feud with Andrade. Why, detective? I got to say this much. I am confused. Before we get to that, I will say I don't understand. Is it Catalina? Is it Carolina? Is it Carolina? I think it's Catalina, but they did the – the graphic run. So that two weeks in a row, or I, I think, I think somebody on, on Twitter told me, and I'm sorry, I forgot your name. They said that it was just somebody not being able to speak the correct Latin term, oh. which yeah, I think it's Catalina or whatever. But it, it's odd that woman is clearly only 19 years old. She's doing what she can. It's odd. Zelina Vega looks like a million bucks in this entire oh. thing. So that's fine. The crowd was on, dead for this. Though, oh, I know. It was which bad. Which is a shame. Because actually, I thought they did bad. an okay job. Shin, Sin, uh, somebody actually put Sin Cara saying he's going to be the next WWE champion. I hope that was a joke. Uh, but look, so I think Ugh. the thing is, is that you're going to need someone to, uh, unfortunately, until we get to probably Royal Rumble-ish area, I think that the, here's my thought process, is that Andrade isn't going to be doing much of anything. And I think having some wins and losses over Sin Cara is going to keep him busy and warm instead of completely <sighs> off cold. And I, I don't like it, but I think that that's what they're doing. Can because he fight someone else though? Detective? I'm sure there is somebody else that you can probably go through a roster and say that'd be a great I banger. I find a ton of them. I'm sure of it. But I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to elevate Sin Cara because they put more money back into that gimmick. Why? Dude, I don't know. You want like... But they're, they're doing something with it. It is it is one of the like worst gimmicks of the new like era. Like this, They've tried this thing so many. They even had two of them at one point. Mm-hmm. This thing just has never gotten over. No, and it won't get over because that's what it is. He, is, I'm not going to hit the jobber button, but he's, he is. Hashtag free Hunico. Yeah, I, they almost took the mask off last night. So, look... I don't know if maybe he's nursing an injury. Uh, I don't know if he's just oh. Andrade. He wouldn't be on TV if he but was. But they're, they're just, it just feels like he's not doing a lot in terms of the matches. Like you, yeah, you watched last night, he didn't really do too much. Um, I don't so know, weird. I, I'm, I'm looking at it like this is a feud for a while because they have Ugh. to interject with this new mask, Carolina Catalina thing. And uh, I, I'm not necessarily in love with it. I think it looks bad. And I think the execution of it is just, it's not, it's not really, it's nothing. You know how they save this? Maybe he's on a collision course with a certain other superstar who's been racking up all the W's. They may be on main event, but Shelton Benjamin is oh, no. red hot right now with wins. Won another match again on main event. Spoiler alert if you actually watch that, but he is red hot. So Shelton Benjamin versus Andrade. Are you done? I'd be down with that. Are you done? Because then wouldn't it be funny is to see, like, Shelton and Mia Yim take on Andrade? Now you're just pissing me off. Yeah, no, Mia Yim and him, like, she likes to make fun of him on Twitter. It'd be great. It'd be great. Hashtag bonus hope. Hashtag JC's hopes come true. Hashtag JC knows. I'm out of stuff. I'm out of stuff as well. Let's get into the big button. Glorious. You're my only hope. Would you like to start? Uh, Sure, I can do that. So it, I have to uh, – I, I, I'm sorry I'm not using my sources. I'm not using my things. However, somebody has, as I'm thinking about it now on Twitter, said something to me last night that it's their hope, and I'm going to steal it, and I'm uh, I'm sorry that I can't remember your Twitter handle. Wow. Because uh, start it, writing this stuff down. Now. I will. I'm sorry because it's a great idea. I don't necessarily believe that it will happen, but it is a hope that could possibly happen. I'm going to add to it, so essentially it's a big deal. At Survivor Series, we have Bailey versus Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch. I think somebody, you know, I think that Bailey's going to win. However, this person said on Twitter to me, um, basically, that they think that Ronda Rousey will return and help Baszler win, thus starting because Bailey and Becky 
are part of the four horsewomen, maybe, just maybe, the first inkling of horsewomen versus horsewomen. Eight-man tag, your it, favorite. I'm not necessarily loving that, but I think the lead-up to it would be interesting. I think it would be something that is going to be cross-promotional. I think it is definitely a platform builder. And you know what? If I'm wrong about Bailey, I hope uh, that this person is right about Ronda Rousey because it would be interesting. And I think it would be uh, kind of one of those, okay, we're not stuck in kind of purgatory for a while. We're doing something fun. Let's put, turn up the gas. That's yeah, my hope. Or somebody else's hope. Good job, other person. I'm going to go find them right now while you're doing your no, hope. No, it's all good. It doesn't matter. No, it, it does matter. Literally anyone could have come up with that. It's not. Well, I didn't want to be a jerk. No, I, I understand. My hope. You know what? There's been a theme on this program, and he deserves more credit. That is the workhorse of the WWE, Barack Lesnar. We assume he's going to run through Rey Mysterio like he has the rest of the family, just, you know, right on through them. Um, so what is he going to do once he's done with Rey Mysterio? Probably take a well-deserved break because the man has worked so hard having to be on three shows in one week. That is absolutely unheard of. I don't think anyone's ever done it in the history of time. But, uh... Who is he going to face next on Raw? Who, 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 who? New Day's not on Raw, so it can't be them. Sorry, Kofi, you're not getting your rematch. But there is a man who hasn't been on TV the last few weeks. We thought he was maybe going to feud with AJ, but didn't. But on down the line, I'd like to see the next opponent for Brock Lesnar be Kevin Owens. I think Kevin would give Brock what he wants. Like, we know Brock loves working with the smaller guys. Kevin, obviously, a little bigger. But Kevin, I think, and Brock would be a nice mix because I think KO could get physical with Brock like Brock likes to get physical, physical. And you know what? I think Kevin Owens is the guy, if booked correctly, could defeat the Beast. Shut up. Be the real Beast Slayer, unlike the wannabe Beast Slayer. So you know what? My hope is that once Brock finishes the Mysterio, if you with Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens eventually beats Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. Hashtag JC's hopes come true. Hashtag JC knows. And that's it. Very quickly, the uh, person that was talking to me on Twitter was at the Mr. Gator. So I want to give a special shout out to them. Ara, ara, ara! Probably a big fan of the big deal, Tedis O'Neill. Maybe. I didn't even think of that. Didn't even think of that. All right, so let's go to the next thing, baby. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. My comeback goes straight up to one and one only. Is that uh, Shayna Baszler. The Queen of Hearts. The Queen oh, of wait. Aiden English, you got it wrong. She's the Queen of Spades. And then you know how he was like ceremoniously next break was it replaced yeah. by Pat well, McAfee? I think he was supposed to be McAfee, but he was late because yeah. he was one of those guys that got flown there. Yeah. But that was hilarious. Yeah, look, it, uh, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. So, um, like I said, looked like a million bucks on SmackDown given that big old knee to the face of Bailey, And then, of course, having that one-on-one with Becky, I really enjoyed it. I think that she's, out of this week alone, I thought that she was the superstar that stood out the most. Uh, from NXT, and I think that she deserves it because she works very hard, and she's always somebody that I enjoy watching, and I think that she brings that realism to technically a division that sometimes does not look very realistic. So I'm excited for Shayna Baszler to make their tap snap or, you know, get a pin at Survivor Series. Speaking of someone who makes it look real, someone who is also a workhorse and was actually the best person of the week, not just of NXT, but of all three, it is the Beast, Barack! Lesnar. He worked and showed up more than anyone this week. This guy once again proving that he is the workhorse, the Iron Man, the absolute face of the company. He was in like 30 segments of Raw, wrestled a very difficult lawn match at Crown Jewel, <laughs> was on face. SmackDown and quit that show just so he could be on another show to help carry the load. You notice he got back. He didn't have an issue with his flight in his private jet. So Brock Lesnar, workhorse, he gets my comeback. Probably for, no, I think I've given it to him before, but absolutely well-deserved stud. Oh, wow! What a maneuver! One, two, three, yeah! 
Oh, man, I love doing this. What? I just love talking. <laughs> I just love talking. <laughs> I just love it. Uh, so, yeah. so happy. We already pretty much socialized the pod. We did. Um, we're also on Facebook, on Instagram, because we're everywhere you want to be on social media. But make sure you follow the Job Knocker, as we said. Vote for us on the polls that if you go to that Job Knocker Twitter account, you can see. Yes, hashtag wrestling podcast awards. Best duo, best comedic act, you know. We're a thing. Yeah. We're like Barnum and Bailey. Just, we're not the circus. Yeah. No, Although you are a clown, so. I'm, a, I'm, I'm like the greatest clown of all time. Your bozo? He passed away. Did you know that? R.I.P. The guy that paid that played bozo passed away. That's very upsetting. R.I.P. Anyway, let's try to let's write the ship. I think we have some other things. So le- very quickly, let's talk about this. We have Survivor Series. Uh huh. Are there particulars that you think could be happening? Like we talked about the Fiend. Do you think there is a match for the Fiend? Do you think AJ AJ is going to be facing you know Shinsuke and and Roddy? Do you, what do you think is going to happen at Survivor Series? For the matches, what we don't know. Already. I honestly, with the fiend, I'm not sure because I don't see him being part of a multi-man match. And the only real like one-on-one match that made make sense would be Adam Cole because they're the champions. But I just think the fiend might not be on the show. Interesting. Which is weird, but it, maybe he does a funhouse. I don't know. But is there's some because it's one of those things. It's like, well, I'm looking at NXT. Who's the guy that would make sense? It'd be Finn Balor. But we've already seen that they're not going to do that because they're pushing Finn, so they don't want to. Have him run into a brick wall. Um, so, I don't know, man. Is there someone on NXT that you'd like to see the Fiend face? Like, I don't think there as is. As long as it's not Killian Dane, I'll be all right. Oof. Matt Riddle, bro, versus Yowie Wowie. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm sure there's all sorts of stuff they can do there. Matt I, Riddle Lesnar would have been cool. Matt Riddle, yeah, yeah. That. Matt Riddle is probably going to be part of that five on five on five, which is going to make me fucking. It might, who knows what it's going to? It might so be more than There's that. a lot of different things here and there. I think that the, there's a, there's an outside shot that the Miz actually takes on. About, uh, Yowie, uh, Yowie, Wowie, I'm just gonna hit the button. Yowie, Wowie! The Miz couldn't be colder though. I man. know, but they he were gonna do just... They were gonna do the Miz TV anyway, so I think <sighs> that that's a logical. We talked about it last week in the program. It's so gonna be a logical there'd be choice. A freaking jobber match on the pay per view. I'm okay with that. You know, it's fine. You gotta, you gotta feed him. You gotta feed fiend him. me more. Fiend me more, indeed. No. Uh, look, there's a lot of things here. So here's, I'm curious. I think we talked about it last week, but I think even more, it's an egregious thing, is that we have war games the night before. And then we have this yeah. thing. And I, I think, think this it, NXT thing was the last minute thing because or else I think they would have done war games another time because yeah. NXT is going to come into that pay-per-view with a big disadvantage because all their top stars, literally men and women, mm-hmm. are in actual war games matches, which if you don't know what those are, um, watch last year's NXTs. They do them a little differently than the old school, but it's fucking a blood fest. So. Yeah, I just I think that that's odd to me, and I know TJ or Danny or somebody got to me and said it's brand supremacy, and you know? that means more than. A... So you're gonna tell me that a personal vendetta in real life is more important? Sorry, less important than you saying? Yeah. No, yeah. it's not. If you're you know at your job, if they said you come together for your job to make yourself look, you put your personal things aside and do it. That has literally always been the precedent at Survivor Series: is you get people who are feuding on the same teams, and it either leads to storylines playing out within the match before or after. So I have no issue with that. I, I think do. that's the cool part of Survivor Series. It's like these two guys who aren't friends and actually want to kill each other have to be on the same team. Can they put it aside? More often than not, no. They get themselves eliminated by doing it. So that is literally the whole point of Survivor Series. But I, so I, I do not understand your major malfunction, Private. Nicely done. Look, there is a lot of things about it that make me upset. It's just watching them fight side by side when, of course, they just had enough. You don't know if they're going to actually do it, no, though. No, but they've gone for the last week 
on shows where they fought side by side as if it wasn't a big fucking side deal. Side by side, there were brawls. And if you saw Champa was staring down Goldie like he wanted to wrap that thing around his waist and go to town. I'm not going to hit the nasty button. <laughs> That's where my head's at. But I'm just saying it's weird to me where I, I think it's, it's definitely a shoehorn. And I, I know they're trying their best. It's always but a shoehorn. But it's weird. But it's, it's weird. I, you're, it's I'm weird. actually, I, I'm, I'm intrigued by this year's Survivor Series because I think it's finally, we've been asking for a couple of years now, why isn't NXT involved? They're literally doing it now and people are just like, you are still complaining about I'm it. I'm not complaining about you that. You just like to complain and that's I, okay. You're very fickle. Just like your boyfriend. Oh, Jesus Christ. Look, I'm just saying right now, it's interesting. It's a loophole. It's definitely something that wasn't thought about. Now, look, they're doing their best they can. They definitely thought about it and were like, wow, if people care this much, they need to get a fucking life. Well, apparently, I need to get a fucking life. <laughs> All right, look. So I, I, I've said my piece. Let's move on. It is now the big finish. Is it time now? Rip it in the full Considering there's not a lot of matches, go right ahead. There are four matches booked. I'm sure they'll book more Wednesday. But guess what? We recorded Tuesday morning. We can't go back and edit the audio. So get over it. That's why we have a website and Twitter. You can check out the shit there. But there are four <laughs> matches scheduled. Um, the first up is a rerun. It is a singles match where, yeah, I'm going to take my glittery horse. And even though it died, Adam Hangman Page versus Pac. I'm going to go Hangman. What? Yep. That would be lame. Give me Pyro. Return All the pyro. of the Pac. Give me Pac. Pac. Fuck Adam Page. And his Bye -bye. fucking Pyro. Um, next up is a tag team match. Holla, holla, holla. The Unbucks of Nick and Matt Jackson take on Santana and Ortiz of the Inner Circle. I'm going to say that I'm going to take San... Uh, what did you say? Santana and Ortiz? That's her dun, name. Dun, 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 dun. I'm going to say that. Santana and Ortiz as well. Okay. I'm excited for this match. I think this they've built these guys well, and I'm curious to see how they do against the Unbucks because they've clearly tried to make these guys a big deal in Santana and Ortiz. Mm. So... Watching the Rock and Roll Express go through the, uh, the the thing was nice too. It was a nice little tidbit it, here. It, again, it, one of those things I'm watching. I'm like, whoa! And it's working because it's getting them like heat. But it's like, why the fuck are these guys taking bumps like that? Like, they still wrestle, man. I know, but why? <laughs> because why they need do you a do that to yourself? It's a sickness, man. Wrestle. Uh, the minute you get into a ring and you hear people booing or cheering you, it's like it's oh, unlike no, anything. I in, completely you cannot get it but, out of your brain. Oh man! Uh, next up, we have a. Non-sanctioned match, which, you know, the, uh, hold on. This is where I have to, this is where I complain a little. Because this thing is so bullshit. You're letting them have a match, but it doesn't count? Fuck off. Like, because literally, Moxley's promo, by the way, is the best promo he's cut in probably, like, God, I don't even know. Lon, Lon, many, many years. It was fucking great to close that show when he was pissed off about everything. But this match, literally, like, a non-sanctioned match, so it doesn't count. Um, so even if Moxley or Omega win, they don't get credit for it. But if they lose, they don't get, it's just like, the, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Like why? Maybe it will make sense this Wednesday. It's stupid. But you know what? Give me Moxley. They just don't want to give Omega another loss because he's probably going to face Jericho next. I would probably tend to agree. I also want the Mox factor to happen. I hope that he hits a Moxicillin on, you know, Omega. But I actually what he calls it. No, I think it's the death nail or death blow or, oh, the paradigm shift is what he calls oh, okay. it. Okay. Now, no, no longer the dirty deeds. Dunda cheap. Yeah, exactly. I would prefer uh, moxicillin, but that's not as a, you know, not as striking. Is that striking. kosher? What? Is that kosher? Amoxicillin? Yeah, it's medicine. Yeah, so? Okay. I mean, you take it. What's bad about that? I don't know. I'm just asking. Take your penicillin, kid. Anyway. Uh, we're not talking about penicillin. 
I'm sorry, amoxicillin. Sorry. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not a pharmacist. Otherwise, you'd be uh, screwed. So, look. Oh, yeah. Anything else? Let's go. Let's move. Let's move. Uh, yeah, the main event, which is a singles match for the AEW World Championship. Cody's been booked like a stud, by the way. These packages they've done for him, I mean, he deserves it. Um, this match, though, it involves Jericho, whose finish is literally an elbow, which, as our boy uh, TJ put out on Twitter, Cedric Alexander did in the middle of his match because it's literally a fucking elbow. It's not a real finish. Um, Jericho's probably going to schmoz his way to a win. I would assume uh, Guevara or Santana Ortiz or Jake Hager, we haven't seen Hager. him yet, are probably going to get involved and cost Cody. Um, MJF will be lurking. Uh, Dustin Rhodes will be lurking. It's going to be a lot of schmoz. Um, I expect Jericho to return. Jericho that. will win, absolutely. Jericho will win. I will say this much. People are curious. Does MJF turn on Not Kote? Not yet. They're I think it's milk too it. early. They're milking the shit out yeah, of him. Yeah, I, I think that'll be... That's coming, but I think it's too soon. Oh yeah, I think it's it's it. milk the scarf boy for all he's got right now. Yeah, he's not even on television. Like he he's part of like the the entourage. So, but he I don't remember wrestle. who it was last week or the week before. But the promo that I think it was the week before when Jericho cut like who wears a scarf? Who wears it? Like that was hilarious. Like dude, I, that is the one thing about Jericho that I agree. Like why he's one of the best ever is that he just does little things like that where it's like he's purposely being a hypocrite, but it works because it's just that shitty fucking heel. And it's just, that's why he's so good. It's just in the rain, man, I'm over it with him. So if he was just like an authority figure, would you have actually enjoyed I mean, him I, again, I enjoy him as I a champion, as, as le champion, because he just like, you get his promos every week. And I love him leading this group of guys. Like he's made them all look fucking incredible. It's just when I actually get into the time for like the match, it's just kind of like, I hope this doesn't go a long time. And it's just, it just happens. You, everyone gets old. Everyone gets, uh, the body's changed. Like it's normal. There's nothing wrong with that. But are you having the talk with him right now through the podcast? No, it's, I mean, good for him. And like I said, he's still, all the reasons why we love Jericho, he has the best theme, I think, in that company by far. When it comes on, I'm like, yeah, this is great. But I don't know. I want Cody to win at some point. I love Cody. Uh, he will. Fuck, he will. Of course he will. He should. He's the biggest He's star the boss. Of course he's he, going to win his own belt. It's not even that. It's just like he is legit, like, it is a different level with him and Omega when they are out there. Sure. And Jericho, those three, they're just, it's another level. Sure. Absolutely. Anything else in the big finish here? Are we going to wrap it up? Do you know any other matches they might book for this? I've been watching AEW, but I don't think we have a women's match in sight. I think the tag titles will probably be having something there. I, I feel like that'd be forced because they just did it with SCU. I think they'll do something. By the way, I've called that. <laughs> you want to talk about the OC? I know my AEW tag teams. SCU. They won in 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 uh, a very fast fashion at the end. Yeah, the <laughs> time they uh, they got a little behind, but you know what? Whatever works. Yeah, it is what Scorpio it is. Scorpio Sky and Kazarian. I'm, I'm sure there's other stuff there that we haven't thought of yet, but th it just seems like you know they'll add because well, there's stuff no in. MJF match. There's no. They'll add some stuff in. I'm sure. Absolutely. That's what I'm in. asking. Do you have any that you would? Like I mean, to I'd see like or? to see. I would like to see Hager against somebody. I think that'd be great. Honestly, I think that that's important. I don't think he's fighting yet, though, because I think he just had another. He had a, did you see? By the way, he got he yeah uh, got disqualified. Yeah, because he kicked the guy in the nuts. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I I think that's the only kind of the the besides that and the tag titles. I think those are the only two that I think really make sense for me. I mean, the women's they haven't done anything with. Uh, the, the championship of the women, it seems I think like... Riho's been overseas, that's why. Okay, well... But now uh, you got your DMD Britt Baker, baby! Uh, I've been feuding with that, that woman that I forgot her name's B. Presley? Yes, there you so, go. So, I don't know, I'm gonna be a match. There's a lot of different things. I'm sure it'll shake out this week, and then we'll have to talk I'm about it. I'm ready for Brandy and uh, Khan to do something. The Let's voodoo, go. The Voodoo uh, yeah. the Express, I'm interested in that, honestly. She I think beat up a... uh, some chick backstage she was pissed at her, Brandy yeah. did, so... Let's do something there. Yeah. All right, I think that's pretty much it, folks. I think it is now time to wrap this thing up. So... Thank you for listening to The Jabberknocker, and we will be back next week with more 
Jobber Knockery. <laughs> <laughs>